With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, hey everybody. This is uh, Mark Molinsky. I'm the executive producer of On Air with Ryan Seacrest. And on weeks like this, when there's not a lot of new stuff coming from the post show, because mm-hmm. we're not uh, doing new shows this week, I thought we could do staff profiles. And this, this is fun. our first staff profile. And today we're profiling... Erica Denise Sullivan. My middle name producer. is not Denise. I'd like Close to enough. just What is your middle name, that. Erica? That can be the first question of this wow. interview. And this is the first time you'll ever accept the answer. I try to tell you all the time. I know that I will, but we'll okay. see what happens. It is Shay. Erica Shay, Shea Sullivan. Shay, because a big New York Mets fan, home of Shea Stadium, where they play, right? Is that the, uh, they used to play at Shea Stadium? No, and that's my, why you were named that? I am Irish, and my parents had an Irish baby book, baby name book, and they said... Eh, we need a middle name for her, so Shay it is. I like Shay, actually. I like Shay as a first name. Yeah, I used to want to name my first daughter Shay, and then I realized that might be weird to name her after myself. I don't know that it is. Okay, well. Because I'm my middle name's Robert after my dad. His middle name's George after his dad. There oh. is something to that, I think. Okay. But it's kind of a reverse to give you the, your middle name to your child as their first name, but right. it's a beautiful name. Or maybe I could give it to her as her middle name. Yeah, maybe. You know. But all, I guess it all has to do with what your last name will be. Yeah. Are you a person that would keep the name Sullivan if you were to get married? I know you're in a no. relationship now, but just speaking generally. No, um, I don't really care about giving up my name. I don't feel a certain... Maybe it's because I have a brother. I don't feel like a the lot pressure of to keep like, the family super name. allegiance to it. Plus, it's a very common name. Yeah. And it's hard to say. Like, Erica Sullivan sounds... It's not hard to say. On radio, it's weird. You it wouldn't is? ever go by Erica Sullivan on radio. Erica Sullivan. Why not? I think you could. Or maybe it's just the way I say it. Sullivan. It's like, it's a mouthful. I mean, not Look, my quite last like is you're so I, have, I have no... <laughs> yeah, that's true. Sullivan would be a dream. You well, wouldn't have to spell it for anybody. It would never be mispronounced. You don't I, know the world of the odd I, last name. Yeah. I feel like I still have to spell it for people. I more have to spell my really? middle name for people. Yeah. Okay. I get that. But you have so, to spell Sullivan for people? Sometimes I'm like S-U-L-L-I-V-A-N. Hmm. Maybe I just do it to make them feel dumb. Maybe. Yeah. Um, so tell us how you, Erica Sullivan, producer of On Air with Ryan Seacrest, how did you get involved in, uh, let's start with radio and in, in the, how did radio you get involved in, in radio in general? Yeah. Um, when I was like 12 or 13, I became obsessed with a host named Ryan Seacrest. Is that right? And yes, I was like a big American Idol fan. Um, big E news watcher. What year were we talking about roughly? 12, 13. So I was born in 93. So we're talking mid aughts. 2005. 2005. Um, and so I was watching, like, I just was like, I'm going to be a host. I'm going to be a host. I'm going to be a host. I didn't know what that looked like. So it wasn't necessarily radio that drew you. It was, it was hosting to being a host right. on television and like broadcast journalism. And okay. I used to say to my mom, like, I'm going to be that person behind the camera when they're interviewing people on the red carpet interviewing who you don't see or hear but like i'll be that person talking to the celebrities that's an interesting goal to not be seen or heard i did not believe that i had what it takes to be seen or heard at that time because that's like um a limited it's it's ambitious right but also self-conscious i also came from a small town in northern california where no one worked in entertainment so it was like that seems realistic Mm -hmm. so it started 
there and then grew into like, wait, no, I want to be the next host of American Idol or like whatever. Wow. And my dad's fraternity brother from college is the GM of a country radio station up there. Nice. So my dad was like, hey, would you give Erica a tour of the station? He's like, of course. At this point, I'm 17. And it's all who me, you know, isn't it? That really is a lesson for totally. people. Um, I go tour the station. He gives me some tickets, ironically, to an American Idol tour. Oh, wow. He was like, yeah, totally. You can have these. And um, I email him. Thank you. He emails me back and says, do you want to work here? Wow. So I started running boards at the country station when I was 17. I was a senior in high school, playing field hockey, going to school, going to my shifts after field hockey practice. So if you don't know what running boards means, I'm not sure how to explain that. But basically, if you've ever seen a mixing board, it's what it looks like. Yeah. And each kind of column on there is the microphones and the, the right. songs and everything else. And you just kind of kind of somebody's got to press those buttons when there's not a DJ working on air at the time. Right. Or doing or if a DJ is, say, at Disneyland. Right. You're in the station making sure their mic is on. That somebody's kind of got to press those buttons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's what I did for my entire senior year. Um, was that cool? Like, did other kids, were they envious that you were working at the radio station? It was cool, but it was also like, Erica gets up at 5.30 in the morning on Saturdays yeah. and goes and works for eight hours. Right. And looking back, I'm like, dang, I was kind of like doing the hustle. You were hustling. Not the dance. Okay. <laughs> Not to be confused. <laughs> um, But at that time, it was just like, yep, whatever, that's just what I do. And I would go, so I would go to school, go to field hockey practice, come home, shower. I don't know when I did my homework, and I'd go and train. With the night jock. So I was there until like 10 p.m. And then I'd what? Go home, go to bed, wake up, do it all over again. Mm-hmm. So it was a really crazy, weird time in my life. But that's great. I think that when you when you start to go down a path that you feel like is the right path, that's what it is. You yeah. just want to be there all the time. Right. You don't care about the rest of it. Right. Just you want to be there. You want to learn. You want to meet people. Yeah. Yeah. I remember those days of never wanting to leave the radio station. Right. And then I, um, so I was working in country. It, that. My love for country music kind of led me to going to school in Nashville. Uh, I went to four years of school in Nashville, did not work in radio until I did a semester in L.A. Very, very, very randomly applied to intern at Kiss FM, became Sisney's intern, and the rest is just Wow. So do you think that your experience got you the internship, or was it more random? The fact that I had, like, worked at a radio station, and I was an intern for, like, several different entertainment things in Nashville. Mm-hmm. So like I had a lot of experience in entertainment, but my only radio experience was the one station. That's in good though. Cause running San a board Jose. is not a skill. A lot of people have coming into a, a radio I station. don't think it's something I still have. You've lost that. I, you I think? still look at the boards and I'm like, there's a lot of buttons, lot of buttons. on there. It's intimidating. Yeah. But well, I think I could pick it up. What were some of the highlights of the other internships you had in entertainment in Nashville? Um, well, I worked at CMA, so I would work the CMA awards, which oh, yeah. was really cool. Run the carpet, help, decide who was going to which outlet when yeah um, that's exciting for yeah. a young girl in, i got in, in to Nashville. work with taylor swift i also worked the broadcast room after where like they would win an award and they would come back and we'd take them around and literally taylor swift's publicist um not her current one the one that people did not like <laughs> she looked at me and said you look like you can help me and i was like oh shoot i know who this is <laughs> and my boss like in my walkie-talkie was like oh my god erica because she just like could see that I was now with Taylor Swift for the entire thing. She was so nice. So you do cool. give off an air of a responsibility and confidence. Like I feel like even when we have guests in here, because you're the one that goes and helps right. them up the elevator and stuff and gets them in here. I think when they see you, they know they're in good hands. That is hilarious because I feel like when we have guests in here, I'm like, oh man, what am I doing? I gotta do this and I gotta make sure they have water. And then where do I put them? And 
I don't yeah. think you, I don't think they see that part well, of it. Thank you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was probably the biggest highlight. And then I also worked for a, a country music news show that was on GAC, which was awesome. I, I got great American country, right? Yeah. And yeah. I worked with Stormy Warren, who has this radio show on the highway now. Um, he knew me by name, which was mm. really cool. Mm-hmm. It was like, I thought that was cool. And then I started working here and working for Ryan and I was like, Oh my God, Ryan Seacrest just walked up and gave me a hug. <laughs> this is so weird. <laughs> so, okay. So you get to be Sissini's intern mm-hmm. and back then Sissini was doing middays, yep. right? That was, which is 10 to three. Yep. And she always tells a story that when I left, I wrote her a thank you note and she kept it in the glove box of her car. And then I went back and had a whole year of college left. So I did not see oh, yeah. her for an entire year. Didn't even talk to her. We weren't friends like we are now. And I randomly picked up, moved to LA when I graduated, had nothing, no job, one friend. Well, let's, let's hone in on that for a second. So you yeah. graduate Belmont University. Yeah. What year is this? May of 2015. 2015. And you decide I'm going to LA because I'm going to work in entertainment in some capacity. Yeah. I had no idea what I was going to do. How'd your parents feel about that? Um, they said, we'll help you for two months. I think it was two months. Wow. Yeah. And then, and then you're on your own. You have to have a job by then. Um, they let me sell my car that I had. I literally got a thousand dollars for this car. That was, that's one month of rent basically. <laughs> yeah. So I had, you know, kind of three months that I could survive and I moved out here on June 6th, 2015, which I remember cause that is now my roommate and best friend's birthday, oh, which nice. is weird. Uh-huh. Um, and I'm not, let's see. And then I was working here by end of July. Wow. And that was because of the Sissini connection? Because Sissini's old producer texted me and said, Hey, I think Sissini needs a new producer. Do you happen to be in town? And I was like, I just moved here. Wow. It was within two weeks that I got that text. And then Sissini called me and I still have the voicemail of her being like, Hey, it's Sissini. <laughs> so good to hear from you. Cause the old producer had me send her yeah. my resume and stuff. She's like, yeah, like let's talk soon, whatever. And, and she then had good memories of you. She says she only remembered me because I gave her that thank you note. So she would think about me a lot. Mm-hmm. And then, um, she hired me then. She, so I started end of July. She moved to mornings in October. So I wasn't with her for super long in middays. What were your, I'm sorry, backtracking just a little yeah. bit. What are your, what were your duties as a Sissini intern, a midday jocks intern? Oh, we would like write the blogs and like make this cute little prep sheet that now I'm like, oh, it's so basic. Mm. It was like, are there any sports games tonight? What's on TV tonight? <laughs> what prizes are we giving away? Like all multicolored. It was very Just cute. Just making sure she's up to date on everything going on in the yeah. world and what she can be talking about. And like what her blogs were that Ideas day. to talk about. There. Blogs to talk yeah. about. Okay, got it. Okay. Very basic compared to a morning show. All right. So then she hired um, you as her producer for her midday show. And I did not have an intern of my own. So I basically did the same thing I did yeah, as an right. intern. I was going to say it, but it's very similar duties. Yeah, basically. Um and just like telling her on what days it was pay your bills all day and like that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. So that was that. So that was summer 15. So we're not far from Ellen K leaving the morning show. That was that right. fall, wasn't so she it? She left in October. Okay. Sisney moved. I think it was October 16th. I remember 16th or 17th. And, um, so then Letty B took over for Sisney and I just became still the midday producer. Sure. And then I got a call from Beata, our, what is she? She's the assistant program director there and music director. She yes. runs the radio station in many ways because John Ivey, our program director, has many duties within iHeartMedia as vice right. president of blah, 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 blah. Okay. But he's also X, the program y, director Z, of KISS. ABC. Yeah. So many things. So I remember getting a call from Beata right before Thanksgiving saying, hey, can you help out the morning show after Thanksgiving for a couple of days? And this is because our old boy, uh, phone op Nelson was leaving. Yeah. And there was no. No. Tara was there. A different girl left. And they needed someone to kind of fill in I some spaces. I can't remember any of this stuff. I know. I know. I remember 
it weirdly because I was watching it all happen. Like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, what's gonna happen? So wait, Nelson left, and then Tara, Tara took answered over. the phones, mm-hmm. and somebody was after Tara. I was after Tara. you were after Tara. Okay. Yeah. So then Tara got moved into a producer role. Oh right, because I think I, Danielle left. Maybe. And then Gasparian left. And then Ashley Gasparian, yes. It's a lot. Okay, yeah. okay, it's all coming back to me. Yeah. So then I became the phone op, but I was working with you guys for like two, almost two months before anyone said, hey, by the way, you're going to be our official phone op. Okay. Because I worked with you guys for all of December and part of January. Which is a lot of off time. And right. Downtime. So it was like this weird, like, oh, just people are out. That's why you're helping out, right. whatever. But Sisney later told me that she was like, I told them you're a little weird and like, I hope it goes well, but we should see how she does. So apparently that's, <laughs> I feel like you and I click. Did we click from the beginning? Cause I don't remember that. Yeah. We well, did? I didn't see you much because it oh, was all this yeah, weird we off lot, time. Yes. We were like, I aming a lot. And I was like, I don't know. I hadn't met you for like maybe the first two weeks of me working there. And also Ryan has uh, a lot of studios around yeah. America that he, right. just to make it convenient for him to do the show from wherever he is, he has studios around Los Angeles. Right. So we wouldn't be in the Kiss building a lot back right. then. Now we are every day because he's in New York. But back then you never knew where Ryan was going to no. be. So yeah, we didn't see each other much. Right. So I would like, I am you every day. But I, I had not met you until a couple weeks in. Oh, and then, yeah. But, yeah, no. I mean, you you understood me pretty early on, which, You're thank quirky, God. And, yeah. But I think that makes you lovable. Thank you. Yeah, Sisney, I guess, warned everyone. She might be crazy. She does a awkward dance. <laughs> I don't know if I did the awkward dance back then. <laughs> I think you did it pretty early but when on. I, yeah, when I'm not sure if I should leave the room or not. <laughs> It's usually just kind of an awkward dance because I'm not sure what to do. When a conversation is kind of winding down, <laughs> yeah. that's when Erica's knees start going back and forth. Uh, about right. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. I remember, I remember, uh, you and I uh, having a similar sense of humor pretty early right. on. Right. And then, you know, I was a phone op for almost two years. And that's just answering the phones that people call the morning show. Who wants to talk to Ryan? What do you want to talk mm-hmm. about? Uh, turn your radio down and keep your energy up. Right. And, um, then, see, I did that from January 16 until May 17. Wow. And then uh, May 1st, 2017 was when I officially became a full-time producer. It's been almost and two years. Because le- Tara left? Mm-hmm. Okay. And then you took over for Tara. Okay, got yep. it. Yep. And, and yeah, we wanted to move you up because right. you had, an, like I've said before, you, you have an air of confidence. I have a demanding quirky presence. Quirky confidence. <laughs> We knew she would do well with more uh, responsibilities. Yeah. So she wasn't phone up anymore, and that's when uh, AJ came along. Mm-hmm. Okay. And we had AJ for almost two years. All right. So what are your duties now with On Air with Ryan Seacrest as the, the producer? The funny thing is when people ask me that, I'm like, I don't know, everything. Yeah. Um, it's, a, it's a it's a big umbrella. Yeah. I do like the the social media for Kiss FM, not for On Air with Ryan, but for Kiss FM in the mornings. So it's right. like so between, mostly just Twitter, Instagram. Between 5 a.m. and 10 a.m. I run... The, Kiss the individual Twitter. shows run the Kiss Twitter. Yeah. And, and Eric runs ours. The Kiss Instagram. And then I also still help with phones mm-hmm. because it's more than a one man job. Yep. Um, I send out a thing called pitches every night, which is like all the stories you could ever want to know from the day in one email. I to love those pitches. Mark and everyone on air and many people throughout the iHeart company, as it turns out. Yeah, as it turns out. <laughs> as it turns we out. We've recently learned that perhaps there are other people in this company getting my pitches, which you know what? The more people I'm helping, the better. Absolutely. That's the spirit. Um, and I do the Soli sheet, which people listening don't realize, but Ryan loves the Soli sheet. Lately, he's been very into the Soli sheet. He will literally, apparently, I've heard, 
toss the other sheets out and keep true? the Soli sheet in front of him. I yes. didn't know this. Yes. So the, uh, the prep sheets we give Ryan. You know, Ryan, again, very busy all yeah. the time. So we try to prep him as much as we can, uh, but we don't want to make more effort for him. So they're just kind of bite-sized little items. Right. Tanya does a sheet. Sissini does a sheet. Uh, Patty sometimes Patty does a sheet. occasionally and Easton occasionally. Yeah. Uh, less occasionally. And you do one every day. Right. Called the Sully sheet. Right. And Sully I, for Sullivan. Right. No one's ever And it's yet. just two or three items from the news that she finds right. interesting. Right. That like girls my age are talking about. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So Ryan does enjoy it and he will pick those kind of randomly and sprinkle them in throughout the show. And I, and we, we decided also that he didn't know it was coming from you because he knows you as Erica. He doesn't know you as Sully. (laughs) And then I told him at the Christmas party and he said, Oh my God, I thought that was something that came from like the big national team. National syndicate. Which makes me have much joy. Yes, it should. Yeah. 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 That's a great thing. Um, but yeah, those are things I do. Again, when a guest comes in, I deal with them. Mm -hmm. I deal with, get the pleasure of speaking to. I got to ride the elevator with Jonas Brothers. It was so much fun. That's exciting. And the chain smokers after I'd poured coffee down my entire body. Wow. Do you remember that day? No. Oh, just scalded myself oh with my coffee. Gosh. I'm so anxious about the chain smokers <laughs> coming in. Um, yeah, what else do I do? Was that the chain smokers five sauce day? No, no, oh, that was, was uh, this was about a year ago. Oh, when they come the, in a lot, the chain smokers, which you know is what? great. I'll take them any Absolutely. day of the week. Absolutely. Uh, what else do we want to know about Erica Sullivan? Uh, personal stuff. Uh, you're in a relationship. I am. It's been tumultuous, as you would know, on the post show, if you're yeah, a listener of you it. We broke up for a while. Right. We broke up for like three weeks. Things are very good now. Valentine's Day kind of sparked a renewal, a renewed right. interest. Right. Mm-hmm. Not a renewed interest, well, but, uh, but it was a, oh shoot, what have I done on his behalf? So, sorry, Which Casey. we all knew was inevitable. Right. Oh, honestly, though, when we broke up, I was certain that that was it. Like, I, no, and, and I think, you were really despondent for a, a few days. Despondent. What does that word mean? Very upset? Yeah. Yes. And I think that the only way you can successfully get back together with someone, this is my advice for anyone who's going through this, accept it, accept that it's over and start to move on. And then if they come back around, you have like this newfound clarity on your relationship. I never once sat there and wished he would text me. I did not. I sat there and went, okay, what am I going to do? You know, like when do I start dating? And I think that's good for anything. Like if you, um, if you interview for a job, assume you didn't get it, live your life. Uh, yeah. If you audition for a, a com- you know, out here in LA, there's always audition. Yeah. You audition for a, a commercial or something. Yeah. Assume you didn't get it, move on, and right. oh, you get a phone call, you got it, fantastic. Right. So that's good advice. Um. Yeah, and I think that that's what led to us actually having a healthy rekindling versus just going back into like old patterns. Mm-hmm. Um. So Which that's is better now. That reminds me of the Post Malone yes, song. Indeed. I was about to sing it, but <laughs> my voice is really bad. So, um. Yeah. So I am in a relationship. And, uh, I think it's good that we're taking the relationship slower because before you broke up, it was, a, it was, seemed like it felt like a fast track. Yeah. But how much slower are we going? Oh, we're not. We're back on the fast track again. I mean, I'm not saying like, we're like we're not going to move in together for probably another year. But the fact that you're assuming that you'll be together a year from now, yeah. that's a, I guess that's a positive thing. Yeah. Like we were on the phone making plans for the summer yesterday. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like we're talking August, you know, we're mm-hmm. not like. We're trying not to be hesitant. Right. It's not a trial basis. You're back together. You're full on. Right. If you live your life going, I don't know, we'll see. It's like, you can say we'll see, but that's how everything is. All right. Before we wrap this up, what what does the future hold for Erica 
Mildred Sullivan. Mildred. See, we'll not accept Shay. 10 years to you, 25 years old. What do you, 40 year old Erica, what is she doing? What is her career? For in her- sure has her own morning show. Okay. Whether or not that's with a male counterpart, that would be fine. I'm not saying I have to be an L&K, though I'm open to it. Um, but you'd rather be the host of that show you'd, rather than a co-host. If it's a 50-50 deal. Right. As, lo- as long as it's Jimmy and Erica in the morning or Erica yes. and Jimmy in the morning, not yes. Jimmy in the morning. And you're also on that and, show. And Erica's here. Yeah, right. yeah. 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 Um, yeah, I'll definitely. And I don't have, I used to have like hesitation being like, I'm going to be on a morning show, but no, like I have zero hesitation anymore. I know what's going to happen. But do you, uh, are you concerned at all about the status of terrestrial radio in the year 20, oh. 20, 2034? I guess that's a, Good question. But but if people aren't listening necessarily in their cars, they'll be listening in another way because we found like even through podcasts, people just want to listen to other people. Mm -hmm. And I still think that radio will exist even if it's fully online. Yeah, I mean, it's an interesting. It's not going to be fully online, though. It's not because like we're still going to have cars even if they drive themselves. Yes. And it's always going to be when you turn on your car. There it is. Yeah, it's always. And I think that's why, by the way. A lot of my friends who don't work in radio are always a little surprised yeah. that I'm still working in radio and that's going okay for you and yeah. people are still listening because they can't fathom that people haven't just figured out how to do podcasts and listen to right. uh, their iPads. IPod I prefer script. the mix of music and people. I don't I, I like think that's a, full a big thing. I think the personality is a major yeah. part of it. The music together right. with the personality is a big But Anyway, we get so many listeners to kiss in the morning yeah. that I tell them that, look, I mean, that's still where the money is. Right. There's still no money in podcasts. No. There's still, unless you're, uh, you know, Joe Rogan or Adam Carolla, there's still no money in, um, in satellite radio unless you're Howard Stern or a couple of others. You know, there's still, radio is still a major, mm-hmm. anyway, we're getting off track, but. Wait, but, but yeah, I mean, I still think that when I'm 40, now when my future children are 40, maybe not. So when you're 40, you'll be the host of a show, mm-hmm. but what, so you're, you're, you're all in on a audio show. Could this be a TV show? Could this be a... I mean, if someone wants to put me on TV, let's go for it. Yeah. But I don't know if that's the path I see myself. I also want to live a normal life. Mm-hmm. In the past probably five years, I've realized I have zero interest in being famous. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want people taking my photo when I'm at the grocery store right. or when I'm like nine months pregnant and like mm-hmm. feeling disgusting. Mm-hmm. So I want to live a normal life. I want to be able to live in a city where my kids go to normal school and like, yeah, I'll probably be cool within that city yeah, but like right. that's all i need that's cool yeah i respect that thank you i came out here looking to be famous too and it's been interesting working with ryan and seeing it from the other side and you're like man not the life but he handles it so well and yeah. i'd like to think i would handle it as well as he handles it like yeah. when we're out to dinner and he can mm. barely get a bite without somebody coming up to him yeah but he's not one of those celebrities that's, um excuse me i'm eating right now right. he just gets up he takes the pictures he smiles he hugs them whatever I hope I would be that good at it, but right. to me, looking at it from his side, I'm like, man, I'd be annoyed by that. Yeah. I'd like to just go out to dinner, go to concerts, go to music festivals still in 10 years, maybe. You're still going to be doing stagecoach when you're 40? Oh, I don't know if I'll be doing stagecoach. <laughs> or I'll be doing it very differently. Yes. I will not be doing the slumber party vibe mm-hmm. at my grandparents, and then we drink, drink, drink all day and, and lay in the sun and get dehydrated. How and... many kids will you have at 40? Um... Well, it really depends. My timeline is going to shift depending on how often I have to move. Mm. Um, if this relationship, the relationship is a factor, the career is a factor. Yeah. I would love to have like four kids. Wow. So Shay and three others. (laughs) 
Shay and Co. I love what Isn't a, that a, a I don't know. company? Shane Co. Uh, is what I'm thinking sure. of. Never mind. I love when a podcast comes full circle. Erica, yeah. thank you for taking the time. Wow. And letting people get to know you. I feel like I'm on CNN. Good. <laughs> <laughs> And then next week, we're back with more standard episodes of The Post Show. Okay, bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over a hundred casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.